What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. The place where we invite real people to talk about their journey on social media. We'll dig deep into the mindset it takes to be yourself, create massive value, and do it over and over again. This could be the episode that changes your business and life for the better. So let's go. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Social Media Mindset Podcast. And I've got to tell you guys, I I have done more digging on this guest than than any of the guests before her. I'm so excited. She's an incredible follow on social media for so many different reasons. Mary, I I, I am so honored to have you on. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. I am excited, and I'm like, what did he find? There is a lot of things on that on that account that you know. Well. I- I will tell you, I didn't go, you know, I didn't go like three years ago, right? Like our former lives. <laughs> so I kept it fairly recent. So I don't think I found any skeletons that, okay, that you great. would be shocked by. But real quick, tell everybody what you do, mm-hmm. a little bit of your background and history, which is how we originally met. Right. And and then we're gonna we're gonna dive in deep. Perfect. So my name is Mary Seams, and I have a company based out of Oklahoma City called the Source Brokers. And our primary focus is serving real estate agents through um, like social media management, systems coaching, and a lot of our newest thing is virtual assistant and transaction coordination. So background, how I felt, wild background, went to med school, decided I didn't want to do that. It's wild times. It's just, I I I sometimes don't know. Yeah. I don't know how I ended up here, but what in the world? Yeah. Um, but then after I had my quarter life crisis, I kind of fell into <laughs> a job working on a real estate team. And I had always been very entrepreneurial. Like I baked wedding cakes um, in a, another former life, like during college and stuff and oh loved just being creative. And I loved business and operations. And so I started working with Casey Kinney and it was a great fit. It was just like, wow, this feels right. And I did that for three and a half years. Um, had another quick entrepreneurial venture and then founded the Source Brokers in June, you know, August of 2019. And how's it, how's it been so far? It's been really good. We've had a lot of growth, which is, I'm really grateful for. 2020 was a wild year for everybody. Um, and yet we hired five employees and (laughs) like just really grew. And I, we went, we tried on a bunch of different business models as probably a lot of people did. We were like, yeah. hmm, how does this feel? Not good. Let's try again. Yeah. Um, but just did a lot of trying and exploring. And really, I feel like we're finally in that like good iteration now that things feel a little bit more like we know what we're doing. I love it. And so before we officially jump in, I'm assuming y'all are taking on new clients. Yes, we and are. We are anywhere, right? Can they be anywhere yeah. in the country? Yeah, they can be. Yeah, for the TC stuff, we're like as long as your state allows it, depend dependent. But yeah. yeah, for everything else, we can do it for anybody. I love it. So guys, go hit them up. They're incredible at what they do. They wouldn't be on my show if they weren't. And so uh, 
So, so, so excited. And, and so we're going to, we're going to just dive in Mary, because you, you are such an enjoyable follow. And I also know that at the same time, you're not a robot, right? So you're human, right. full of emotion, full of discouraging moments and times that you don't want to do anything yet you force yourself forward anyway. Mm-hmm. And, and so I'm going to just rattle off. Let's see. I've got how many things I wrote down seven different things that I saw on your, on your Instagram. And then we'll, we'll kind of go back and deep dive into each one of them. But I saw, I saw a post with wet hair. I saw posts about Canva tips. I saw posts about supporting local and you've got your hair up. It doesn't look like you have a whole lot of makeup on, right? Cause it's, it's raw and real and, mm-hmm. and you're just going for it. Uh, I saw posts of, of balancing professional photography with iPhone photography, right? So you've got both. I saw you talking about book club. I saw you talking a lot about positivity. I saw you talking a lot as a foodie. And then I saw you talking a lot about mental health. Yes, that's my jam. So Mary, here's what I love and here's where I want to dive in. So many of what I, of the things I just said have nothing to do with your business. Why? (laughs) Because people do not care about what you do. That's that's the short answer. (laughs) They don't? They could care less what you do. They just care about you as a person. Like that's very, okay. Like tongue in cheek a little bit, but like. I don't think so. I think you said exactly right. Like, also, I don't want, I'm working all day long. Why do I want to continue to post about things that are like, I, I don't know. It just doesn't resonate. And maybe it's because I'm always doing some like research, like, you know, in unofficially, yeah. I'm like, hmm, does this resonate? No, let's, that's not. And it doesn't feel good to post about stuff that's not that. So that's a big part of it. They don't care about what you do. I, I, I think you're, I think you're exactly right. Uh, so if you thought I was setting you up for a different answer, I was setting you up for the exact answer that you gave. You're welcome. You're welcome. So way to go. Your, your check is in the mail. And so let, let's just start at the, at the wet hair. Yeah. Because I know, I mean, I work, the real estate industry is still dominated by women. And so I work with a ton of women as you do. Mm-hmm. And so many of them, and I'm not going to even give the guys a pass. There's a lot of guys that are the same way. It mortifies them to think about ever putting themselves out there in a less than what they would consider a perfect way. Mm, yeah. So why do you do that? And then what fears do you have to overcome as you start doing more of it? I mean, I think for me, it's if I was ever trying to be like, made sure I looked, had my makeup done, my hair done, like what percentage of the time, first of all, am I going to look like that? probably like maybe 10, 20, like right. I might, I might do my hair and makeup occasionally, but like we don't, you want to look at somebody and be like, Oh yeah, me too. Like I, I totally feel that way. So I'm not ever going to try and be like a production. Cause that's not, that's not who I am. Um, so why that's why I do it. And like whenever I'm posting or creating any sort of content, I just want to educate and tell people something. And if I'm doing it for any other reason, except because I want to, or what, because I want to like add value, it's the wrong reason. 
Yeah, you're you're totally right. And and so have has that always come natural for you to to tap into the raw and the real, or was that you know a longer process? Mm, I think, like to be honest, and I know it's not the same for everybody. It is something that came more naturally to me than maybe to others. Um, I've had a lot of friends that are always like, Mary, you get on stories and you don't care. And it comes across so well. But if I try, it's like, I can't keep up with my words. I'm like, yeah, it's because you're too worried about it. Like, right. do you care about what you're saying? Do you think that what you're sharing is valuable or funny or like worth sharing? Cool. Then you're going to be confident about what you're sharing. Stop worrying about what you look like. Grab a funny filter if you really need to, but really right. don't, <laughs> but like find something that works for you. So for you, I know, I mean, if, if for now on the podcast, it'll only be audio, but we'll use some of the video cuts, right, for promotion. And so people that watch us will see my terrible background of my new office, of which I haven't set up anything, <laughs> and your beautiful background with your sticky notes on your board. So you're, I know you're, you're a systems girl. Yeah. And so with social media... Do, does do systems carry over into your social media or is it just kind of happy go lucky? You just randomly do what you want to do. No, it's, I will say like personal versus business, like our business account is probably more systematic than my personal, but I think my yeah. personal, to be honest, is where I convert a lot higher. And I don't even like to say convert. it's where I build more relationships, let's say. Um, but yeah, I am systematic. So actually today is I have my time block for content creation. And so I literally know I'm going to make certain types of posts or maybe like I've been really into reels. So I record different kinds of tutorials. Um, so I systemize it by picking one day a week that I'm going to create everything, save them as drafts, even if it's just like, okay, I have all of these photos. Um, I also use a platform called Notion, which I'm very nerdy. I love systems. I love talking about platforms. Notion is like, it's really hard to explain, but it's like Google Drive meets Evernote meets Trello meets Airtable. Like there Whoa. is no nothing you can't do with Notion and okay. you can like build it and customize it. So that's how we have our content calendar. Okay. Um, and it's just really easy for me to do and just like knock out a bunch of captions or content ideas. But a lot of the stuff I do honestly for personal is like I something has happened throughout the day and I'm like, oh, I need to share about that or oh, I need to make yeah. a post. Um, but I also have created like Every Friday I have therapy. So I'm going to post a therapy selfie every, um, like if we have a team meeting, like I have these little anchors of things I know I'm going to share. Yeah. About. I love that. So, so, so talk about, I, I love that you said anchors. So it's, it's not necessarily that everything's always going to be on a certain day of the week, but there's just different parts of your life that are the most consistent. Yes. That become kind of your fallback for social media when, when maybe all else fails. Yep. Absolutely. Like I think this is an exercise I think everybody should do. It's like, I mean, you kind of list it out. Obviously I'm, I guess I'm conveying the things that I want to convey because you found yeah. them, but what are the things about your life that you find interesting that you love to talk about that are consistent and that that's kind of what I would call like your content pillars. So it's way easy. Like, don't you like, if I was going to be like, you know what, I want to talk about like something that wasn't a regular thing in my life, it would never happen because I would have to go out of my way to right. do whether it's taking photos, like um, 
And everybody has something interesting about their life. That's the thing. Like you can find those anchors and those consistency things. Um, you just got to think maybe a little bit outside of the box or give yourself more credit because your life is more interesting than you think it is. It, it, it's hard. I, I'm sure you struggle with the same thing. I have a hard time feeling like I can make anything more simple for people to understand that it's so much more about what's coming out of your mouth than like what your mouth looks like. Yes. Yeah. You know, the, the lip gloss is way less valuable than, than, than the words that that you have to offer people. And, um, and, and I think too, I mean, you look at all the different things you do, social media management, millions of companies do that. You know, TC, you know, transaction coordinating, millions of companies do that. And, and I think so many people, especially in the real estate space, they get stuck on, I just have to be the best realtor. Mm. And that's yeah. not possible. Like that's a moving target. It's always changing. Someone's always going to come along faster, more people do it for less money. And so you've got to create those intangibles and that's what you do extremely well. And, and so talk to us about like when you, cause you give a lot of Canva tips mm-hmm. and, and I'm assuming that a lot of the Canva tips you're giving, you're giving as you're learning them. Yeah. Right. So, so yeah. talk to me about like, how do you start giving tips without necessarily thinking you're already an expert or you deserve to be able to do that? Um, that is such a great question. And I don't think I realized that I was doing this. So thank you for this insight to myself. You're welcome. Um, I, my, if I was going to say like, what is my brand? What's my like signature thing? It's that I will share what, whatever the heck I'm learning. And I'm not wow. acting like I'm an expert. It's that I am so excited when I learn something new yeah. that I have to share it. But I'm like, oh my gosh, did you know you can do X, Y, Z? And I'm just like literally tell like in my office, I'm like, oh my gosh, guys, guess what? Did you know you could do this? And then they're like, okay, where's your tutorial? Because <laughs> that's just like, that's just always been my thing. Like, yeah. And so I think it's just like a natural thing. I don't feel like I have to be the expert because first of all, there's always more you can learn. Um and yeah, there might be people that know things more than you, but you're, I'm still going to resonate with people who didn't know they're learning alongside me. I think it's more accessible to people who, when they're like, oh, I could do that. She's not, you know, she's making it look a little bit easier. So for me, that's what it's about. It's like, as soon as I learn something, I'm literally just like, I cannot wait to share about this. It's so exciting. And it's going to help so many people's lives become yeah. easier. Well, I, I think it's the difference in just truly wanting to help. Yeah. And then the people that do it to look cool and to yeah. feel validated, right? I yeah. think those are very different things. Uh, yeah. You and I are extremely yeah. similar in the fact that like, I don't give two craps how cool or uncool somebody thinks I am. I just want to help you. Yeah. Yeah. And if that's me sweating in my car after a workout and that's just <laughs> when it hits my brain or on the back porch while my kids are playing all around me. Yeah. I'm just not concerned with always having the perfect environment and always having everything, you know, on the right way. Because when does, when do the planets ever align like that? No, they don't. (laughs) I mean, that's why social media is so exhausting to so many people, right? It's because they're trying to get all the planets to align. And then that moment is never present and it's exhausting. Yep. A thousand percent. So 
you're the best at this. And I, I, I know because of your, you know, your, your passion about mental health, you know, you're, you're very open about, about going to therapy, which I love because as a former pastor, I think as a society, we've kind of perverted what therapy is and that mm-hmm. only broken, jacked up people go to therapy. Right. True. Because we all are, <laughs> yep. but, but it's almost like when, when a friend finds out you go to therapy, they go, Oh no, what's wrong. Right. Yeah. It's like, I, yeah. I mean, I could give you a list if you really, if you really want a list. <laughs> But that's not what it's about. And so right. I want to just flip the script because I love talking with guests about things that are not exactly what the show's about. Mm-hmm. What led you to go to therapy for the very first time? Yeah. And then what keeps you coming back? That's a great question. So the very first time, I mean, I've had the first time I was, it was in college. It was hard for me. Like I was very like, I think that was my first time I was really depressed, probably was in college. It's just you're in a different environment. All I did, like I was ultimate nerd, like very focused on studying and school. And it was, it can feel really isolating at times. And so I had some like personal stuff happen. I was like, I don't know. It didn't feel like a big step for me. I don't know if that's just because it was very well received. Also like on campus, it's like easy to go down um, to the counseling center And then again, so I did that when I was in college and then when I was in med school and I was going through that like quarter life crisis, it's like, I've got to work through this with therapists. I can't do it on my own. Um, And then I've learned a lot of tools through that. And so I think what keeps me coming back is it's a way of taking care of your brain, just like it is anything else. And yeah, I'm in such a better space now, but I think, wow, what a luxury that I get to do that and take care of myself and just continue to add to my health, like you do going for a yearly checkup or getting enough sleep. Like to me, it feels like that is something like, I wish it was available and accessible to everybody. Yeah, I I do too. Um, I love watching you talk about it. And to the listeners, this question that I'm about to ask may sound weird, but, but I'll, I'll break it down after you answer to help people understand why I'm asking it. Have you seen business come directly from talking about mental health? Mm, yeah. I mean, it, it also feels a little bit like to say that, but it is because you know why I've gotten so many DMs asking me from a list of therapy referrals yep. and that has led to relationships and people that I've gotten to know and love and care about. And that means that then if they ever are like, Hey, I need some help with social or Hey, can you do this? They're going to think about me. And they also yeah. know that like this girl's trustworthy. She cares obviously she's willing to like go above and beyond and um, do the effort to like find some referrals. So I think as like, that's not my primary intent, but it's right. absolutely happened. Um, absolutely. And I, and obviously, obviously I know that it's not your intent. Yeah. And, and guys, yeah. the reason I asked her this question is because again, I already knew her answer and, and she debunked two really big myths that I think we have issues with social media. One, you cannot talk about your business and grow your business. So many people listening believe that, I mean, how do I get business on social media if I'm not talking about my business all the time? So this is how you do it because people know what we do. They just forget we exist. And so Mary, you're doing such a great job of giving people different avenues into your life to set the anchor and then let whatever's going to happen, happen. Yeah. The, the other myth that, that you debunked 
is I think with if whether we admit it or not, we all have, well, I don't think you and I do because of how, how we are on social, but most people, they have this fear of people don't want to work with broken people. Yeah. Yeah. And so they don't want to put their worst foot forward. They don't want to put the raw and the real out there, right? Because they think that's going to hurt them. Yeah. And I think that's actually your secret weapon. Agree. That makes you stand out and be, be better than everyone else. Yeah. Nobody, do you know how much pressure there is? If you think that somebody's perfect, you're like, I don't want to work with somebody who's perfect or make me feel bad about myself. Oh gosh, like, no doubt. You know, like you just don't at all. So yeah, I wish people could like really fully grasp that nobody's expecting you to be perfect. Do not like the more, honestly, the accounts that I see that are asking directly for business. I'm like, <laughs> please don't do that. I, I so, don't just don't. So take a moment Forget that we're even on a podcast episode yeah. and, and picture, picture the realtors that you see that, that are struggling to see their self-worth, that are struggling to find their identity and, and that you look at and just go, oh my gosh, like you're capable of so much. Like yeah. if you were to almost flip the therapy session and you're now the expert on the couch, like what would you say? To, to the realtor that, that's listening to this episode, but just can't seem to get over themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, nobody is expecting you to show up and have it all together. They care about you as a person. They want to know what you're experiencing. They want to know what brings you joy. They want to know what makes you frustrated, what makes you laugh. Um, they People truly care about you as a person. So just, it's okay. You don't have to feel like I'd first validate, validate that the anxiety is real. That's really important. I never, ever, Mm -hmm. ever want people to feel like they're less than because they can't get over that anxiety because it is real. But I would also say what's a way think creatively, what does make it feel more comfortable for you? I think some people it's like way easier to do like photos rather than videos or like, but just start, just be a little bit like be brave one day. And then, hey, you did it. And then, no, you can do it the next day. And yeah. it'll just kind of build on itself. I love it. And and that's so true. Just take it, take today for today. Yeah. Yep, right? yep, I yep. think we get so caught up in, oh, if I could just get to 10,000 followers. Oh, if I could just yeah. get to, like we, all the vanity of social media, yes. I think causes us to stop and, and yeah. be fearful. And therefore yeah. we do nothing today. Yes. And stop comparing. This is like the the biggest thing. I think a lot of people look at other, especially in real estate, it is such like a comparison game, Um, (laughs) like everything, but stop looking at other people's accounts that you're like, I could never be like this. Cause guess what? You can't cause you're not them and that's okay. And that's, what's great, but don't try and live up to them or think, Oh, I should do content like they're doing because they're obviously getting a lot of, well, a good response. It's not going to hit. Right. I mean, I've been comparing your background to mine this entire episode, and <laughs> don't do it. I was way more confident when we started than I am right now. So uh, I want to I want to kind of start wrapping this up with talking about my favorite topic, video. Yeah, I love video. I try to do it as close to every day as I can in some form or fashion. In the questionnaire that I asked you to fill out, I asked you about video, and your answer was do it in whatever form 
feels right for you. Yep. So you break that down for us. Like if you were to say that from a stage speaking at an event, yeah. what would be different ways, like what are some different forms of video that you would push people towards if they're not really partaking in any of it right now? Yeah. Okay. So um, explore reels. That's like, you can do some really, really simple things that don't, it could be you making a meal. It could be you doing what I like. That's it's fun. And I know that like tech is not everybody's like thing. I have so much fun making them. Um, I think like, as far as like video formats or whatever, like screen recording is just as good. Like loom is a great platform that'll allow you to do screen recording. Yeah. Stuff. Um, I'm a big fan of loom. I think that that, it doesn't have to be on your face or you can have it with your face as like a little tiny circle and you can do it for a size that'll be optimized for like mobile. Um, so that's another way you could do it. Sharing videos, even like, you know, if it's of your face and you're talking, put some, like, maybe you don't have to make it a long, the super long thing. It could be just really simple. Um, I, kind of an e find of like share something that's like graphic and then the next slide be you breaking it down like what was it that they just looked at why is that important to them um other ways that they can use video i mean just documenting like i see this a lot people just like they're walking into their office and like it's their shoes walking in then it just has like a little message of like text on it like that's an easy one it's not your face um what else would I do? I think that, I mean, I mean, there's tons of ways you can do it, but at the end of the day, there's, is it of you? Is it of like a listing or is it of like a restaurant or something like that? Is it of um, your family? Like it's really just comes down to whatever you're comfortable sharing and yeah. maybe try a couple different ways and see what comes naturally to you. And it's okay. if None of it does. And just keep practicing. That's right. We we are all, isn't it? Because you went to med school, which yeah. I didn't know until we started this episode. Yeah. But it isn't is. it interesting how even doctors, their businesses are called practices. Right, right. Because they're always practicing. Yeah. And if we would just take that mindset, like we look at a doctor as an expert, yet they all call their businesses practices. Yeah. Yeah. And so if a doctor still has to practice, why would we think that we've got to be the expert overnight in order to find success on social media? A thousand percent. And guess what? You're going to be the only one that really remembers if you, how you felt. Everybody else is like, cool. They're not going to think right. and overanalyze right. what you post. Okay. Like we're, we're too egocentric. We like really think no, it's no. all about us, but not they really don't care what you look like (laughs) they just want to hear what you're saying you're absolutely right and so i've got one final question for you before we end this incredible episode so you you talk about you know consistency and you can see that in your board behind you you know you can feel that in in your brand and in your content so for the for the realtor that's listening or or any entrepreneur that's listening that that they're like, well, you know, I post like once a month or a couple times a month. Like, I just can't seem to find a rhythm. What would your advice be to them to begin to find some consistency in what they do on social media? Yeah, um, I would. Li- I'm a big fan of time blocking. So look at your calendar. Find one hour a week 
could be two hours a month and sit down and just write or sit down and like grab some photos that you have. If you're a realtor, you probably have some listing photos. Um, it's just about getting in the habit. To me, it feels just like going to the gym. That's not easy at first. That's like, but it just takes you getting in the habit and the routine. Um, I think giving up some mini, if they're motivated by fun or awards, like keep a little, I love drawing things that I can like check off boxes, do that if that feels right. But yeah, I think just time blocking that one hour a week to start with and see how much you can accomplish. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Mary Rose themes. You can find me at the source brokers also on Instagram. Um, find us on our website, thesourcebrokers.com. Um, you can secretly find me on TikTok, at TikTok if you really want to, but I wouldn't recommend it. Just Mary themes, but you might laugh a little. Um, but yeah. And if you want to talk more, I love having DMs and just, really being your friend. So let's be friends. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Social Media Mindset Podcast. If this episode made an impact, please consider subscribing, leaving a review, and talking about it on social media. Go make a difference, and we'll see you soon.